Jay, welcome to episode number 15. Hey Manish, how's it going? How's it going? I'm good. Good. Couldn't be better. Off to India in a few days, so really looking forward to it. Man, you're going to India like it's closer than Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I have a very dear friend of mine who's come uh, from Australia and I've not met him for 10 years. So I'm just going to meet him for 5 days and, and then I'll be back. Is is your wife still there? My wife's in Dubai. Yeah. So my wife's best friend's birthday on 23rd and her birthday means 7 days there'll be non-stop birthday celebration. So my wife's not coming with me. So I'm going alone and uh, I come back on 29th morning. Nice, nice. That's a good life. Yeah. So that's that what's up with you? Good, good. Just uh you know, work as always uh keeping me busy end of the year. But yeah, I'm 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 off for a whole month. Okay. Close to um by december end i'm basically leaving to india for a month so oh, it's it's going to be a welcome break that'd be nice i think it's been long due long due super right. so guys today we have something exciting at least both of us are pretty excited to share with you uh 2021 has been a crazy roller coaster of a year and uh, we just thought nothing better than sharing our lessons that we've learned in 2021 uh and stuff that we're going to implement to make 2022 even better so so we're going to share with you what we've picked up what's it jack i absolutely agree couldn't be more excited so so you want to go with with your first lesson that you've that you've picked up sure yeah i mean for me we were just discussing this you know i always at at work that is i i i feel like today i don't know when the podcast is going to come out but today for instance is the is the fed meeting you know and it's very easy for us to make hasty decisions based on a, uh, like the fed's outcome and what they decide and all of that and i feel like a lot of the choppiness in the market today is a result of that it's a result of the retail boom if you may and it's not all noise keep in mind but a lot of it is noise right and right uh, most kind of outlooks from big banks are basically bracing us for a as choppy if not choppier 2022 so don't kind of think with this buy the dip mentality or two days if the market's down the market's going to go up again like i know this is for a lot of people just basic stuff but i feel like it really isn't also if that makes sense and i see it like even in an established kind of organization or an institutional organization where there's institutional buying happening i find that these things do occur so yeah i mean i think that this is one kind of takeaway i'm taking from 2021 and i hope to you know keep my nerves and and implement it in 2022 that makes sense okay so that's that's jazz first takeaway the first and foremost takeaway from my end would be to avoid hero worship of any kind and uh, only choose independent thinking every time because uh, just to give you a case in point i always like jack ma i've even read his autobiography but i was hesitating to buy alibaba purely because of china and the socialist forces or the intentions of the government which kept me away but when uh, charlie munga bought it and when monish babrai bought it and i look up to both of them i landed up jumping onto the bandwagon when it was 225 and i put in a decent amount and today it's around 125 which means i'm almost Hundred dollars down, which is fifty percent down on my portfolio regarding Alibaba. That's that's one of the only two stocks I own in China. And uh, and when I look back, 
it purely was hero worship it purely was dependency on on people i look up to but i've realized so clearly that no one is 100% sure everyone is swinging it of course they have insights and they have their analysis and they have their reasons but no one is 100% sure absolutely and and because no one is 100% sure i can't even say that oh warren buffet uh, bought it warren buffet even bought airlines and lost 10 billion dollars on it so i cannot depend on anyone uh, it has to be my reasoning my independent thinking so that it at least feels like at least it's a learning opportunity even if i lost money now with alibaba it's not even a learning opportunity yep uh, it's 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 it was stupid of me but a lesson learned and i guess that's a tuition fee you pay when you invest in market so that's my first lesson that i walked away with in 2021 in 2022 only independent thinking yeah i mean my second lesson kind of like ties into that right so guys just a, like a quick brief you have on the analyst you have buy side analysts and sell side analysts and sell side analysts are the likes of golden sachs publishing an oil price target or publishing a commodity target or saying that upgrading you know jp morgan upgraded apple recently but to that point right goldman sachs also told us in 2020 that oil could stay at 20 or 25 dollars i could be wrong on the price but a maximum of 30 dollars which is far far from where it is today and you know i think a month or two ago they upgraded their oil price target to 100 dollars So look guys these are people who make money based on how much you by by making predictions yeah. by not by making predictions necessarily but by hoping you churn your portfolio yeah i mean they i i guess yeah you're right they make predictions so that you do some activity you do some activity right but but guys no one really knows tomorrow a, a new virus comes in or if covid hits they'll just change the price target but for you if you're buying into this understand fully both sides of the coin right a lot of people come to me and is like dude tesla at this point in time man at 600 it was a buy at 1000 like it's just too expensive but there's two reasons why that's completely the not the right way to think of it right reason number 1 is you're just firstly looking at just the price right you're just looking at a price and saying that it's expensive and even if you're looking at it from a multiples perspective understand the other side before jumping to that conclusion understand what people who are bullish on the stock because i'm bearish on it for instance understand what people who are bullish on the stock think about the the stock i was watching a video actually very recently on someone saying you know tesla is going to overtake the entire uber market sure at least i i can now fathom a little more what people are buying into what the hype is and then come to your conclusion but don't just arrive at it immediately i mean this is something that i have always been very pro like i'm always i always say this but it's easier said than done and especially especially when you're on social media because keep in mind social media is using big data too right so if you search enough times tesla is a buy then it very well will give you articles that prove you correct right that make you feel confident about your view they reemphasize that view and this happens to me on the job too where kind of where analysts who call me and and want me to trade they know what stocks i hold in my portfolio so they reemphasize they give me a contrarian view thinking it's going to change my mind and it's easy to get swayed into that 
But that's kind of my second takeaway where it's like, especially, especially in, in such a choppy environment, stick to your convictions, stick to your guns. Don't just look at one side of the coin, form your own view, form an independent view. That's, yeah, that's completely based on your own research and everything, you know? That's not to say that, like what Manish said, Charlie Munger's wrong. No, Charlie Munger should be there to kind of tell you, okay, look, I'm buying Alibaba at this. Maybe you should consider it. And then form your own independent view. Read research. Read what people have to say on both sides of the coin. And then make an informed, to the best of your ability, decision. That's the second take, Ajay. So, so I'll share with you my uh, second take. Uh, I, I, I've come to realize that if I think I have knowledge about something, but if I can't verbalize it, when I say verbalize it, which means I can't write about it as a synopsis for myself, which would reflect my own understanding, or if I can't verbalize it, which means I, which means I cannot talk about it for 10-15 minutes, then I haven't understood it. Because I think human psychology makes you feel you understood it. Yep. And human psychology thinks too high about your own thinking, like Dunning-Kruger effect, it's called. And uh, that's also been my biggest learning that even if I feel I've un- I understand it, but if I cannot verbalize it by written word or spoken word, then I haven't understood it. So, so I'll give you a case in point. Uh, there was a conversation that happened last week and someone asked me, why are you invested a huge chunk of your money in India? Yeah, And I shared my reason, but I was very disappointed in the way I did share because a lot of stuff which I've read, it's on the tip, uh, you know, uh, it's just like there within me, but I couldn't verbalize it. And I was very, very disappointed that though 67% of my equity portfolio is in India, but I'm, I, I wasn't able to actually share why I'm so bullish on India. So it cannot be just feel it, it, it cannot just be sentiment yeah so i it, it's a recipe of disaster if i'm depending on just a sentiment and that was a big wake-up call for me that that in 2022 if i think i've understood something i won't actually assume i've understood it till the time i've verbalized it till the time i made pointers for it till the time i can speak about it and and i got to be cognizant about it before even thinking or even telling someone that oh i've understood the whole game i i haven't it's a tricky game with a lot of moving parts so that's my second biggest takeaway just out of one disappointing conversation with someone i mean that's a lesson just became so clear no that was at, at least you you know at least manish you picked up on it you know i know a lot of yeah. people who in my own office, not my team, that are also the same, you know, that are very, funnily enough, you brought up India, but I was at a Ferrari event during Mm. last weekend at Yas. And, you know, often when I'm at gatherings, I don't tell people what I do. I just, I mean, I do, but I also just don't make it like a big deal. And I wasn't even asked. And there was a guy sitting opposite us and my housemate, and they were both talking about Indian equities from a very, very, you know, retail perspective. Right. Very kind of like, okay. And and keep in mind, the other guy is like a very wealthy person uh, who clearly Mm. owns a Ferrari. But he was, you know, saying the Indian economy is just going to double, triple in like five or 10 years. And I'm like, yes, sure. But I didn't say this, obviously. But in my head, I'm thinking, Mm. have you you dug deeper into the valuations? What is the market currently pricing in? I'm sure there are companies in, in US that, that are cheaper and the company's earnings are set to double in five or 10 years. So, but 
it's important to kind of just put things into perspective, right? Not just have this blanket sentimental feeler. No, it's 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 dangerous. I, I I think it's across. It's all pervasive where people think that they understand something, but I guess that's why I've come to this whole bottom line thing that if I cannot verbalize it, yeah, I've not understood it. No, that that's uh, instead of living under an illusion. Exactly. I think that's that's very well said. So that was my second takeaway. Jay, what's your third? My third is I want to read more. You know, Manish, this is not going to apply to you, but <laughs> but I I feel like. Even though I'm in the industry, work kind of tires me a lot for me to come back and 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 read a book. And finishing the CFA kind of gave me that I'm done learning when in fact it should be the journey's just beginning. So I I, I really want to read more. You know, none of my colleagues are CFAs in asset management, but the lessons that they've learned from books that they've read, including you, Manish, except you are a CFA and you read. But the lessons learned when it comes to you know portfolio allocation or just stock picking or anything investing related, I feel like I just don't do enough of currently. So I think okay. I think that'll like help me better with not only my job but like my personal portfolio, a lot of things. And I've never ever been a reader in my life. I've never read a book in my life, believe it or not, Manish. But I hope to change that by twenty twenty two. Great. So coincidentally, uh, my third takeaway is about reading, but now it's it's a different perspective of reading. What happens many a times you read, but because there is so much to read, it's like an ocean. All right, you read something else, and then you finish that, and then you read something else. By the time you're on you're on your second book or second blog or second newsletter, chances are very high what you read in the first book or the first blog or the first newsletter is getting overwritten because your mind cannot retain much. and and that's exactly what i've realized that i have read many things uh, but everything gets uh, how do i say erased because then i read something else and then it gets erased and i read something else so if someone also asks me money have you read that book oh yeah it was fantastic yeah but i just uh, think that it only feeds is my ego but it is not instrumental in me building myself fundamentally about what i'm reading so so my takeaway from 2020 one has been not just to take pride in reading or be happy about reading but i want to read and i want to write about what i read which means synthesize the lessons that i learned and if the book really gave me some important lessons i want to reread the book i just i just am am coming to this weird sounding conclusion it might sound really weird to be weird to people who don't read is that if i let's it's applicable to me all right so i'm not generalizing it for anyone but if i don't read something that was really value adding to me but if i don't read it two or three times at least i don't think it's going to get cemented in me i will just be left with a very uh, hazy view of what i read but it, it, it it's going to be a concept for me which i read but it's not going to become a mental model or a tool that i can use So I want to turn the stuff that I read into mental models or frameworks that I can use for taking wise decisions with money and outside. So, th- so that's what I'm walking away with. There are a lot of phenomenal stuff I've read. I think what I'm going to do in 2022 is just read the stuff I've read, but read it again. That sounds I, very just, weird. <laughs> yeah. It actually sounds very weird, but I'm going to do that. I I really think I'm going to dedicate 2022 to reading stuff I've already already read, just so that it cements much better in my memory. 
and in my understanding and in my consciousness so that it becomes a part of me so that if you wake me up in the middle of the night also i'm able to talk to you about it instead of stressing myself to remember what i read no I which is agree. what i think is happening i wish i was as learned to do that but uh, props to you <laughs> it's just coincidence that that you know that that also was my third take it was just a different perspective to reading I have a fourth one also Jay but uh, if you have if you, No please go ahead please go ahead no it's all you Okay Again if you if you look at my first three takeaways all right first was about being independent in thinking second was about don't think you understand it till the time you can verbalize it and the third part was reading and then rereading writing synthesizing what i read so if you, if you actually see the common thread between all of it is what my fourth takeaway is is go deep instead of going wide it is great to be worldly wise when you open up to noise and information and the cacophony of capital markets you just it's good to be a generalist it's good to be worldly wise as i'm saying and but but i don't think one should stop there i i really think the emphasis should be on going deep instead of going wide and i'll tell you where i'm coming from all right so recently i started buying saregama in india which is uh, i don't know jay if you're aware of it it's a listed company which owns the ip for a lot of rd burman Kishore Kumar, Lata Mangeshkar, and all these legendary songs, and a lot of lot of new music that they are launching. And I went into understanding the whole business. And because I was buying Saregama, I started understanding about Universal Music Group, Warner, Sony Music, and I started understanding the business models of Spotify, Gaana. And today also, I attended like a one and a half hour investor presentation by Vikram, who's heading Saregama, and it just gives you such a clear picture about a industry that i've got my money in and i felt good having understood it how much money i'm going to make it's secondary but at least i know i'm doing my homework and it feels good to have a perspective on the industry where my money is going uh, which wouldn't have happened if i would have just limited myself to picking the stock or just reading about sagra gama no i i have actually read and read a lot of stuff on these heard a lot of podcasts around business models or, or competitors in this and it's fascinating it's such a puzzle to play with uh, that uh, gives me a satisfaction which someone may get by playing a video game no there is i think going deep is so much better than staying wide that's i agree that's that's actually very well said i mean and the more you the more you kind of question things even the more you just you find more and more links i i mean that might that might seem very obvious but often we like ignore that aspect right we ignore the fact that absolutely like you said learning about this taught me about spotify like very rarely do we kind of gather or come to those that conclusion and and it's a puzzle i think investing is such a beautiful puzzle in fact the blog i wrote this saturday jay uh, you don't like reading so i'm sure you've not read the blog i posted but my hopes Are there that one day you read the blog? So I send you also every Saturday. But but the post on Saturday was about everything's a puzzle to solve, and investing successfully is also a puzzle to solve. And the takeaways that we shared today are are our own lessons learned, so that we can solve this puzzle and make our money work for us Absolutely. much smarter, much better. Like I definitely wouldn't want to lose the money that it takes a lot of effort to earn. And I'm sure same as the intent of all of you who are listening to this podcast. Absolutely, couldn't agree more, Manish. Absolutely. So, guys, that's it. I guess you got seven takeaways from two aspiring investors who have an intent to share what they've learned and bring this to you. And I hope this has been of value to you. 
and maybe it'll make you think also what lessons you learned from your own experiences or from our experiences and how you could implement it in 2022 agree that's our hope that's our podcast hope. and uh, yeah guys uh, hope you have a great uh, week ahead and uh, thank you for tuning in yeah have a have a smashing one yeah and you're going to get from soon take care take care